everyone. So today on the podcast, we have Christina Corinne. She is the designer and creative director of her own ready-to-wear label. Christina meticulously designs each collection with the intention of empowering women regardless of background, age, or circumstance. Being a working mother of two, Christina doesn't allow societal standards to define or limit her style choices. Please welcome Christina. All right, Christina, so thank you so much for joining us today on the podcast. Thanks, Jacqueline. So nice to be here. Thanks for having me. We're so excited to have you. And I already told everyone your bio um, and what you do. So we can kind of just dive right in and start, sure. you know, the conversation. So Happy something that stuck out to me was that you created your entire label to empower women, which I love. Yeah. So let's just talk a little bit about that and what that means to you. Of course. So, um, you know, for me, uh, designing is so much more than the clothing. And I think everyone on our team really believes in that. It's really about a mindset of confidence and truly being the best version of yourself. And that's really what we want um, women who wear our clothing to feel like. And so, you know, designing to empower sort of translate into this idea of being the best version of yourself, designing clothes that make women feel their best, and truly also believing in the community and other women and supporting each other. And so it really is kind of a very long-winded explanation, but it really truly means, um, you know, making women shine. Mm -hmm. And whether that's both ourselves and the wearer of the clothing, but also those who we interact with every day. So that's really the mission behind our line to be approachable and accessible and really connect with those that we interact with on a daily basis. Wonderful. And coming from the talent agent side of things, I personally have really kind of seen a shift in the fashion industry where it used to be in the fashion space, you could only be this height, this size. And I, I love that that's changing in the advertising world. So can you speak on, on that kind of how you've seen it change over the years? Of course. Um, it's, you know, it, it has really morphed and it's a really beautiful thing, to be honest. I think it's so cool to see, you know, different body shapes, different ethnicities. It's just becoming more of a real um, you know, representation of true, truly real women. And um, I think it's a beautiful thing to be able to finally, um, you know, not have to live up to any standard and just be who you are and be inspired by yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and it's been cool to see, you know, a lot of the influencer world really change that um, and sort of, uh, you know, bring it to a whole new level of authenticity. Right. And so do you, I know you have your, your label that you created, but do you also do content creation on the side as well as an influencer? Yeah, I think nowadays, I mean, we're all influencers, right? right? And, um, and I really enjoy that part as well, because I think it allows me to really interact with our customer and also feel like, what does she live like? What does she feel like? What does she want to see? So it really feels you know, by creating content, I'm also able to connect with consumers and with women mm -hmm. and create relationships. So I have enjoyed doing that and I'm starting to do it more and more, which is exciting. So you started out as an entrepreneur at a very young age. What was it? Like six or eight? I have it in my notes where you started those cards. I was 
always super entrepreneurial. I came out of the womb. Um, I think my first real entrepreneurial thing is I created a world, um, like a world society to try to help, you know, save trees and whales. And so that was sort of my first dabbling in um, creating something. And then I got a little more entrepreneurial and started a greeting card company, just, um, you know, creating, my dad's going to kill me, but creating, um, you know, handwritten greeting cards and doing the artwork for them, sketching them and stamping. And wow, I created a whole little, uh, a whole little business down in, in my parents' basement at the time. That's so incredible. <laughs> I, I love that. So it's always been in your blood. You always knew you had that itch to kind of do your own thing and create something yeah. as an artist. Yes. Definitely. As an artist to create something, you know, to do something with your hands and try to, um, I think the beauty of the challenge of making something on your own and having other people enjoy it and love it um, was always very satisfying for me. So what was your journey then to launch the label? So I had a very, you know, uh, I think the reality is many people have a very odd journey on how they end up getting to where they are. And I definitely did the same. Um, you know, I actually went to Boston University and studied economics. I was in the financial world. I was yes, a I did know this. on yeah. the New York Stock Exchange. I did something completely um, different from truly my heart wanting something. Um, but I think that that was a really beneficial, um, idea at the time because I really wanted to learn business and I wanted to learn, um, sort of the, you know, the every day of running an organization, right. And dealing with people and communicating. And so, um, by getting that corporate America experience, it allowed me to really hone my skills as opposed mm -hmm. to just becoming an entrepreneur and not really learning anything from others, just only doing my way. So I think it's a great thing. And I, you know, I tell people all the time, I don't think corporate America necessarily is, is a bad thing. You know, mm -hmm. I think it's great to work for somebody else and to learn the ropes and to cultivate who you are in that time period, especially when you're younger. And that's what I did. And I always knew that, you know, if you're creative, it's in your blood. I mean, that's my right. belief. So you can always come back to that and you can always build off of that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just because you don't do it right away when you're 21 doesn't mean that you can't do it later. And sometimes um, you can do it even better later because you have more experiences to go off of. So, um, so I worked in corporate America and after that, I um, finally decided to jump ship and I ended up going back to the School of the Art Institute in Chicago and tried to study, you know, garment manufacturing and, and the actual ins and outs of, you know, the garment and to really understand sewing and to really understand what I was looking for and what I wanted to br bring and add value into the industry. Um, and so that was sort of my path. And I started with a really small collection. It was only eight pieces and it was a lot dressier at the time. You know, I do think um, every woman evolves and I evolved as a designer. And I think, I'm you know, you're constantly evolving. There really is no end in sight. That's the beauty of, of life. Mm -hmm. um, and so when I first started, 
things were not as effortless in every day. It was a little bit more on the dressy side because that was my life at the time. Um, but since, you know, we've really evolved the line and really found our voice and, and truly have a very effortless mix and match approach to fashion that includes a sustainable convertibility focus. And, you know, we really found who we are. And I think that speaks volumes for us women in life, you know, we are on this journey and we're evolving and finding out who we are all the time, you know? That's so important to hear your journey because I know a lot of people who are going into college who might not know what they want to do, or they might have something that they say, you know, I want to do this down the line, but how do I get there? There's not always one path. And and it's so great to hear, you know, you went in this different direction, but you use those skills to where you are right now. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's important to remember, especially for young people, you know, you're, you're so eager at a young age, you, you have these big dreams and you don't really know the exact path to get there. And I think sort of trusting your intuition and, and realizing that sometimes, you know, you do have skills that you need to learn, even though they might make you uncomfortable and they might not be your forte, but it really serves you well to try new things that aren't necessarily part of what you envisioned, because that's how you truly grow as an entrepreneur, as a person, um, and as a woman. So what would you say is the best advice someone has given you before? Oh, wow. (laughs) There's so many I have a whole mood board on all the advice that I, that I can't live without. I think um, one of my favorites is um, don't give up and lose the chance. I think, um, I think it's from an old song that I used to listen to in college, but I really think sometimes the best advice is the simple things in life, you know, and it's really easy to give up and it's really easy to think that times are too tough or that you're never going to get through this moment. Um, But remembering, you know, that everything passes and change is the only constant is something that has always gotten me through. Mm -hmm. Um, And I found that I get more and more confident as I get older, because I realize now that, you know, I've gone through so much already, I can handle going through all the next things, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think just not giving up on yourself in your dreams, um, even if they're not in front of you right away, and to not, you know, to not sort of feel that opportunities are going by because I really believe that the things that are meant for you are going to come to you and truly having that wisdom um, allows you to take each day at a time and just make those small steps Mm -hmm. you know the small steps add up into the big things that's so true one step at a time and just taking it you know if you want to do a certain thing take a class and then take it to the next level but it's not going to happen overnight and it's going to be hard work and you have to and be it willing. takes a plan, you know, I mean, it takes a plan and it takes years. I mean, it takes so many more years than you think. Mm-hmm. And you have to enjoy that journey. You truly have to embrace the journey and not worry about, you know, the end result. Worry about loving every step that you take and every day that you have to work on something. Yeah. And that's the thing about being an artist too, is it's like, even as, you know, I went to school to be an actor and that's the thing. It's not the final product. It's, right. it's everything in between, you know, right. in between. Yep. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm convinced we live in this culture where 
you know, the only definition of success is, you know, if you're a famous something or if you, you know, are on the cover of Forbes or whatever it is. But I think that we have to really reevaluate what success means to us. And that's something I've spent a lot of time really dealing with in the last few years. What does success look like? Because, you know, if you're always feeling like you have to get further, um, I don't think you'll ever find true happiness. So it really is about those everyday moments and feeling proud of where you are right this second. And, you know, looking back at where you were even a month or a year ago makes you realize, wow, I'm much further and celebrating that, you know. That, thank you so much for saying that because that is so, so important for everybody. It and it's easy to forget, you know, in the fast pace we live. And you're a mother of two. So like, I want to talk about this because I don't have kids yet, but if, you know, I do, I'm getting married this year. So it's oh, something on the horizon and I work morning till night, nonstop. I'm like a powerhouse workhorse. I, yes, so you are. I barely take care of my two dogs. So I would love to hear from somebody like you, who's such a girl boss, you know, how do you balance it? How do you balance two kids and running your own company? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. You know, honestly, it's day by day. And, um, you know, I think you become very efficient when you're a mom. You really, truly uh, manage your time like no other. I thought before kids that I was really busy before, and I would complain if I wasn't able to, you know, get my nails done or go work out. Um, and now I, you know, you do sacrifice. There are things that you, you don't do as often for yourself, um, you know, to be able to be there for your kids more often. And that's something that has taught me a lot. You know, it's taught me the beauty of life and, and also the selflessness that comes with that and putting someone else ahead of you. But I think in terms of multitasking, um, you know, some days you're a phenomenal business person and you get everything done and, but you're not home and you're not necessarily teaching your kids what they need to know that day. And then other days, you know, you take your work hat off and you're an incredible mom. So I think it's just this, I feel like it's a constant sort of balancing act that you just kind of get through and you get better at it as it goes on. You know, I think early on when your kids are really tiny it's, it throws you off your axis and you're definitely very um, frustrated at first. And then you sort of find this rhythm of how it works and you just run with it. I mean, sure, I would love to have more time in a day to be with my kids or to work harder and do even more things with the brand. But I think um, you can beat yourself up that way and you'll never, you'll never find that you have enough. So you just have to enjoy, you know, what you get and the time you have and your cup will be full. Yes. Thank you. And you're just, you're a perfect example that you could succeed and you don't have to give up your career to be a mom. You do not. Right. I knew that I, I wanted to be a mom, but I also, um, you know, didn't want motherhood to define me as my only, as my only role. And mm -hmm. I have incredible respect for the women that, you know, are full-time moms and it is a really hard job. I think it's harder than any, anything you could do in life is being a full-time mom. And so I, my hat's off to all of the moms who are full-time. And you're a super woman. That's what you are. Oh, thanks. <laughs> 
Okay, so moving right along. So for listeners who are designers or in the fashion space, what advice would you give them to start their own label? I would say um, really spend some time working for somebody else for a really long time and think truly about what you want to add value on and you know why you want to have a brand, why you truly want to have a line. And I would really dig deep because it's such a competitive, difficult field. Um, I always tell you know a lot of the interns that come through, I say, you know, are you sure you want to be in design? Because it, it's really probably one of the most challenging things I've ever done in my life. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, there are still other ways to be creative. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to have a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of other paths and other creative outlets that um, can also be appealing, can also really be special. Um, so I feel like I, I tell people to be open-minded and to not only think about being a brand and being a designer, but also think about like the full circle because there are so many other creatives we work, we work with in this industry, whether it's stylists or photographers or makeup artists. I mean, there's a million retouchers and, and people who work in graphic design. I mean, we work with so many other aspects that, um, you know, I think get internships and keep working and learning other things, even though, even if you think you're dead set that you want to do one thing, you never know until you try. And sometimes when you're pushed outside of your comfort zone, you might learn something new and find a whole nother journey to be on. And that's what this whole podcast is about, stepping outside your comfort zone, taking risks, make things happen on your own. Um, So this is all super Um, important. Okay, we're going to play a game now. So (laughs) it's called, it's our last segment called Let's Make Waves, aka Spilling the Tea, where you just say the first thing that comes to your mind. It's just a quick flash round. Okay. So we will dive right in. Okay. Greatest single achievement in your career? My babies. For hands down, kids um, changed my life. Biggest inspiration? Ooh, Tina Turner. Ooh. A favorite item in your closet? Favorite item in my closet? Um, My first Chanel bag that I bought vintage um, in my mid-20s. Where'd you buy it at? I bought it in a little boutique in Boston on Newbury Street, which is since closed. But it was so special because it was the first time I was able to buy something like that. And I worked really hard for it. So uh, it, felt, it felt really unique. With all the scratches on there, it feels so, um, so real. Yes, I still am dying to buy my first Chanel. I'm just waiting for that moment. I like yeah. have gone into all the boutiques in New York. I'm like, just trying to find the perfect one. Um, going. Oh, favorite current fashion trend? Favorite current fashion trends? Hmm, there's so many trends right now. Um, I think I'm, I have been really into this kind of minimal trend. I know it's sort of waning. I feel like color is coming back, but I really feel that the minimal trend has um, transformed my closet and allowed me to 
really utilize things year after year. And so that's been something that I find um, really cool because usually I would buy these colorful, crazy shoes and then wear them once and they'd be out of fashion. And so I love that this minimal kind of utilitarian functional aspect has become trendy in fashion because um, you, when you invest in a piece, you want to be able to have a, you know, a long wear period. Right. And so um, I'm happy that we're kind of sort of in that zone right now. Mm -hmm. I am too. I've noticed also like, I couldn't even go, like there was just way too much in my closet. So I'm just, it's so much like you feel so much lighter when it's just like clean and minimal. Um, yeah. And you, know what the, you can pick things clearly, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, being over flooded and overwhelmed with options, mm -hmm. which I think happened to me, you know, I think in your earlier twenties, you, you, you want to accumulate things. And then later you realize I want quality and I want less. I want um, things that I can really interchange in my life. So true. Um, last time you cried. Oh, wow. This is probably fairly recent. <laughs> um, probably a few days ago, um, we're doing a lot of renovations and construction at my house and it's so chaotic. Um, so I have to deal with a lot of things over there in addition to work and it's, it's overwhelming, you know, schooling with the kids and so oh, I definitely the have e-learning e and everything. I, yeah, I don't know how parents do I've had my fair share of meltdowns, just like uh, everybody I, else. I would definitely have a meltdown. <laughs> and then yeah. lastly, biggest splash you've ever made in the industry. Biggest splash. Wow. Okay. Um, I think opening our flagship store was one of my biggest favorite moments. Um, I think it really connected us to the community and being able to have um, a location really was spectacular. And we were covered by a lot of different outlets and magazines. And I think it was a really exciting time and we're getting ready to do it again soon in a couple other major cities. So- Can you say uh, where or is it to be- um, Not yet, but okay. uh, soon. Uh, hopefully by the, around the end of the year. So we'll be, we'll be waiting on that. So where can everybody follow you? Where can they shop? Sure. So we're all right now, we have everything online. I know with the pandemic, but we're also open um, at in Bucktown at our flagship location, which is 2301 West North Avenue. Um, we are online. We're sold in other uh, clothing outlets, clothing boutiques. Um, and we have an Instagram handle, Christina Corinne Official. And then mine is at Christina Corinne. Thank you so much for joining. You are Thank so you for happy. And you're oh, gorgeous. So Have you modeled before? Because we need to bring you into the agency. Oh gosh. I back in the day in my in my early twenties.